we are live. Welcome to episode 189 of El Mexican Soccer Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. I'm Samara Perez, filling in for Hugo Bernal, who's out in La Isla del Encanto, being a super athlete. And it's time to welcome... El super, super, super. How are you? Como andas? A little bit disappointed, maybe, with your chivas? <laughs> What's up? What's up, guys? Uh, no, 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 not disappointed. I I saw this coming. I've been saying this, you know, uh, chivas is just uh, more of the same for quite a few tournaments now since 2017, since they lifted that championship they just have been going downhill so um i wasn't surprised that it was a zero zero because america is just like you know last place <laughs> and uh i didn't see any uh big improvements from chivas that uh, led me to believe that um you know they would have came up with the, the victory so hey expected el clásico empate We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a few moments, but I also wanted to welcome Fernando Garcia, who on the other hand is super happy with his Pumas. I am, am. and I'm not going to lie, I was very disappointed uh, last on the weekend when they lost against Cruz Azul, but I think they made up for it yesterday when they beat New New England Revolution 3-0 and then ended up going to PK, so very, very happy. Awesome. So let's get started. We have lots to talk about today. Once again, thank you for tuning in and an invitation for you to subscribe to all our social media platforms. We are everywhere, everywhere you could think of. That's where we are. So let's go ahead and take a look at results after round 10. We have Necaxa defeating Querétaro 1-0 in the first game after um, the incident that happened over there in the Estadio La Corregidora. Then we have Atlas defeating FC Juarez 2-1. Los Rayados del Monterrey ganándole a Mazatlán 2-1 as well. And then we have Los Tigres con 3-0 la victoria ante León, who are playing right now in the, in the CONCACAF Champions League. We also had Cruz Azul, Pumas 2-1, El Super Clásico, El Super Disappointment 0-0. And then on Sunday, we had Pachuca, también 3-0 contra Toluca. 2-1 le ganó el Atlético San Luis al Puebla. And four goals from Santos to Tijuana. All right, now let's take a look at after this jornada. We have the top four. Let's talk about the top four. Pachuca up at the top, Puebla, then Tigres, Atlas, and then ya saben el resto. You guys know the rest. El América didn't even make it to our list because they didn't fit. He's <laughs> all the way at the bottom. Hasta el sótano. A ver, tus, tus chivas, este, super. Can you tell me about them now that we saw that match 0-0 in el Super Clásico, que ya fue el Super Clásico number 244 in official and friendly matches? America 
have 88 wins so far, Chivas 77, 79 games in a draw. But it's the second consecutive Clásico to end in a 0-0 draw. Super. Well, a lot of people are disappointed, uh, for sure, because um, they couldn't beat a team that is the last place, the worst team in the league. And they had a... Um, an advantage because, uh, you know, most of the second half, they were playing with uh, 10 men, you know. So, uh, like, I, like I've been saying, el, el ajedrecista, like they call him, right? Uh, doesn't know how to move his, his, his pieces. This, doesn't know how to, like, uh, take, uh, take ad advantage of, of an advantage that, they, that, that it is playing with an extra man. And it's just uh, very disappointing, you know, because... Um, we haven't seen any improvement and he has one of the lowest like a uh, uh, percentage uh, um you know uh, winning vic victories with with the team and i think he's probably the worst coach in history with uh, his numbers so uh like i said uh many people are disappointed i'm not disappointed i i knew i was expecting this so um I mean, let's just hope that Amari Vergara can can take that little of a little bit of courage that, that that he does have, you know, like we we saw that in that in that video, uh, you know, going around in, in social media of him <laughs> telling uh, Jose Luis, "Don't talk to me, don't even come to near me in, in for the rest of your life." I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> yeah, is that gonna is that gonna going to be how he's gonna end up with Leaño? Are they gonna be hitting each other eventually? Leaño, what, what do you mean? The, 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 why you say that? I don't know. The, is he giving you results? No, I'm asking. Listen, do you think that's that's how Amaury and Leaño are gonna be in the future? No, no, no. This is that's a different story, uh, Fernando. I mean, Leaño, he he is you know his friend, but at the end of the day, he's just a, 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 an employee, you know, and he can get rid of him whenever he wants. What what Jose Luis Higuera did with the team and with uh, the actual with the the corporation that is Chivas that was a different story you know he he got them in a situation where um you know the finances ended up uh, suffering and made poor choices destroyed a team that was had just uh, won a a Liga MX. And, you know, there's a lot of history there. This is completely a different story, man. So we have two of the best, if not the best teams in Mexico. There was no emotion and no intensity. So honestly, if you didn't watch the game, you didn't miss anything. I agree with Super. I feel like Chivas had the advantage. They were, um, they had the one man. In addition, America was playing with 10 men, but... I mean, over the years, I feel like there have been other teams who have become a more attractive. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say, Super? How disappointed were you? Like I said, I mean, uh, I, I wasn't too disappointed because I was expecting it. I mean, I'm not going to say that they, this was their worst uh, game that they played because they had so many opportunities, good opportunities to score. Unfortunately, uh, you know, maybe... You want to call it luck wasn't with them, but uh, um, or it's just that you know the aim they they've been uh, doing this throughout the tournament. So, well, what about you, Fernando? 
on a scale of one to ten? I was actually very disappointed, not only at Chivas, but in general as a whole. Um, yeah, you're right. That last the last Clásico ended in zero zero, but I was expecting more from this Clásico. Whether both teams are doing good or not, whenever they play, I expect to see a, a, a you know to be entertained, to see a, a show, and and that's what they didn't do. It was a boring game, and once uh, Jonathan Santos got the red card, I thought Chivas was gonna uh, you know attack and then go all the way out, which they didn't. So I was very disappointed in general at the whole game rather than just Chivas or America. Un partido sin goles, sin nada. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Cruz Azul y tus Pumas, Fernando. Que perdieron, perdieron. They lost against Cruz Azul. And we had coach Andres Lelini reach 70 games as head coach. But he was sent off during the match after that second golazo de tijera que metieron por ahí los del Cruz Azul. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game, Fernando? Uh, unlike Super, I was actually very disappointed at Pumas. I actually have <laughs> standards for my team. So I was very, very sad and upset when they lost. Especially because, I, in my opinion, I think Pumas played a decent game. I, for, for a few moments, I thought they were going to end up taking the three points. But, you know, that's how soccer is. Puma se, de, se despidó al final del partido y les terminaron metiendo el gol. But um, I think yesterday what they showed is that Lilini is focusing completely on the, on the Conca champions. And I feel like since he doesn't have that many players, he's suffering when it comes to La Liga because he's, he's putting his best players for the Conca champions. And we're going to get to see that. Uh, you know, in the next round when they play at Cruz Azul, let's see if they're able to to beat Cruz Azul this time once they have their their complete team going all out. Mm. Pumas now have four games without winning as visitors, and Cruz Azul had not won a game at home since round two. But super, tú, tú qué opinas? I don't know. To me, I feel like these two teams are some of the top contenders uh, for this. Well, well, Pumas continu continúa siendo da, el, you know, el, ese equipo que trae un espejismo, ¿no? I've been saying this for a Continúas while. Continúas con el mira, espejismo. Mira, un espejismo, mira, un espejismo bien largo. Viene, viene en picada, mira, viene en picada. He, they're just going downhill, downhill. It's just, uh, um, I think. I mean, Fernando, te contradices, carnal. Uh, I mean, you say that you were very disappointed with Pumas, but they were had a good chance of winning the game. That you at one point you were yeah, almost was, positive was, that that, uh, that that they were gonna take the the, the victory. I was disappointed uh, right? because they couldn't capitalize, uh, you know, and score that you score those opportunities. If it would have been the complete team, I feel like they would have. And of course, I'm disappointed when they lose. No, it's uh, you know it was a good game. It was a good game. I think it could have went. You're right. It could have went in uh, either direction. Uh, I mean, ese golazo de Cruz Azul. I mean, it's just that uh, you know, it's it was just awesome right? to to see. It's it's what we want to see in soccer, and I I, I want to say we we have had some golazos this tournament. You know what? I think it's probably one of the tournaments that we have had some like so many of them. You know, especially the Tijera, the Chilena. The, it's crazy how we're having some beautiful goals this season. And uh, ese de Cruz Azul, it was, it was not la excepción, you know. It, it was definitely, uh, 
it was something that just with that goal it made the game for me and um like i said i mean pumas uh seems to like be uh stuck something is not not you know even despite that the, they they won yesterday you know that was a como una hazaña no le podemos llamar así una hazaña what they did yesterday but like again in la liga they're not showing um you know what what had happened yesterday i mean they're just going downhill and they they is going to have to do something you know to to try to get back to what he was doing at the beginning of the season pues los Pumas van a tener, tener su revancha en the CONCACAF Champions League semifinal, which we'll also be talking about a little bit later today in the second half of the show. Now let's move on to Tigres, who trashed León 3-0. And there's a lot of news going on over there with León, with uh, their manager resigning over the weekend, but they rejected that. They're like, no. You're staying. We have faith in you. you you're going to continue to lead this team. But Tigres, on the other hand, is having a very good moment. And, and right now, I think they have, like, the best offensive in the tournament, along with Pachuca. They have scored 20 goals. También, they have the best scorer, que es André Piaguignac. Y, y, bueno, pues, León has allowed three goals León allowed three goals for the second time. Eso fue también en el CONCACAF Champions League, which they had lost 3-0. And then now, against Tigres, 3-0 as well. ¿Tú qué opinas, Super, de todo esto que está pasando con León y el buen rendimiento que tiene Tigres en el momento? Well, uh, my focus is on Tigres. Uh, I've been putting Tigres in the number one, you know, rankings, the ETO. Uh, they've just been in una racha uh, ganadora, right? They tied against Cruz Azul that kind of like broke that racha de que traían, right? But they, they, they lost that game and I'm sorry, they tied that game in the last minute. So they could have easily won that too. And, uh, you know, parece que uh, Miguel Herrera le encontró ahora sí que uh, la fórmula, right? He found that formula uh, for Tigres. And they're they they're like the number one contender in my opinion to take this this tournament. Um, and 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 having uh, Guignac to be like right now is he's like hot right? He's like scoring almost every every game, and it's just it's it's just like a team that like we used to you know we used to see when it's almost like seeing uh, otra vez uh, that Tuca Ferretti's uh, team. And, and I like that. I like that. I mean, Leon, it's, it's, tiene muchos altibajos. They've been uh, playing, yeah, they play good and uh, one week and then they kind of like, you know, it's like they, they, they lose that chip and, and something happens and they, 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 they don't show their whole potential in other games. But, but I think, no, I think it's, it's, I think they're doing okay. I mean, they're not bad and it's only one, one loss in, in the last five games. And, uh, you know, they're in seventh place, so they're in a good good spot. Fernando, do you think we could make, maybe see Tigres once again in the semifinals, in the final, maybe this time? How do you think they're going to be doing during this tournament? I think something very tragic has to happen for Tigres to not make it to the semifinal, especially how they're playing right now. And I'll, I'll tell you this, I'm finally satisfied with the 
with the type of soccer that Tigres is showing for the past few episodes, I've been kind of, you know, iffy and, and, and doubtful about how good Tigres is. But I think this 3-0 against Leon uh, made it for me. You know, I'm officially convinced that Tigres is very strong. Um, I think they're finally showing the potential that they, that they could. Because at the beginning, even though they won the games, I feel like they weren't, you know, completely there. And now three goals is, you know, obviously showing that they're a good team. But I am also concerned about Leon, even though uh, Super says that it's not too bad. I've never seen Leon this bad, even though there's times where they do go into a little losing streak. I've never seen him get scored on six times in two games. <laughs> so to me, that's concerning because Leon is known to be a very solid team. And today they're playing. Who knows if they're going to get scored on? And who, hopefully they don't get scored on three again, but uh, definitely they – at least they have to win at home, even if they don't win the whole the whole thing. They should at least win one zero at home to show that they, you know, they're powerful in Leon. Leon currently in seventh place in the standings. Let's go ahead and take a look at the power rankings and see what ETO gang said, which play which teams they thought were the best this uh jornada. All right, so we have, you can see them on the screen right now. Uh, their top team was Pachuca, actually, with five votes for number one. They also, though, they voted for Leon and Monterrey, which there's no votes for Tigres, for Puebla, for Atlas, Cruz Azul. So now, was the ETO game correct? Acertaron or no? Let's take a look at that as well. Comparing it to the the standings. A ver. Mm, ¿Qué dicen ustedes? Como... I, I don't like Cruz Azul all the way at the bottom. <laughs> I think Cruz Azul well, should be on, on third place. That's that's what uh, they're showing, man. They're very inconsistent right now. I mean, uh, um, it, it's just... Uh, I think that with 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 uh, Pachuca is it's the team that has been that has more big victories throughout the tournament, the more consistent. Uh, it you know they only have one one loss and one tie, so yeah, I agree with you know we all agree as a matter of fact with with Pachuca being being the best so far, but to me is that they're right there with Tigres. It's like. It's, it's very hard, you know, because uh, they're both doing great things. And, uh, <clears throat> no, I, I, I just agree uh, just the way it is. Guys, let's take a look at some of the comments that we have from the guys that are tuned in. We have Gerardo Fisher says, saludos, ETO. We also have Agustin Cano, que dice, let's go, Tuzos. Bueno, ahorita, Ay, just update salieron los tuzos. Salieron los tuzos. Ya que no está el Edwin. Es Edwin disfrazado. ¿Verdad? <laughs> es Edwin with an account. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to update y'all really quickly that the Leon match, uh, just the the one in CONCACAF Champions League, it's the halftime right now. They're still 0-0, so just wanted to update y'all real quick and we're also waiting on la convocatoria de la selección mexicana which hopefully drops sometime like during the show as well i know i know right. voy a hacer coraje there, there's 
no other way that that convocatoria is going to make me happy. I, I <laughs> know for a fact that I'm going to be mad. What are you expecting right now? Since I'm like waiting, I'm like, where's the convocatoria? Where's the convocatoria? <laughs> I, well, mean, I think Super's going to be happy because Funes Money's not going, so... I really don't care if he's there or not. It's just like I said, I'm not, um, I'm, 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 I, I tend to be uh, realistic and I know what's going to happen. I know that uh, Tata Martino is just as es, es terco como muchos técnicos, right? He's just like very stubborn and, um, and it's just going to be more of the same. Uh, let's just hope that whatever he does, he, he can, uh, that he can make the right adjustments if, if things are not going right. You know, I mean, I know I'm going to be disappointed that with his list, but, uh, but it's just to be expected. I think there are going to be some surprises, but let's go back to Liga MX and take a look at the schedule for round 11. Let's see which matches are exciting over here. We have, Querétaro on Thursday against Atletico de oh, San Luis. Today. That's today? Today's Thursday. Oh, that's today right. <laughs> Ando perdida, I actually didn't changed. know that was today either. <laughs> okay, so we have that one. I don't know what time it, it it's going to be at since they have also the this other game going on. Okay, and then on Friday, Puebla against Santos. Saturday, Tus Pumas Fernando against Mis Rayos del Necaxa. We have Tigres en Monterrey, el clásico regio. Regio. Pachuca contra Cruz Azul, América contra Toluca, Atlas y Chivas, el clásico tapatío. All right, we got two clásicos. And then Mazatlán against León y Club Tijuana against Juárez. A ver, Fernando, which game do you think is one of the most exciting? I don't know, give me... Um, oh, man, there's, there's your top three. Your top There's three, actually we a, lot of, a lot of interesting games, but my top three, uh, the first one being Atlas against Chivas. Mm -hmm. uh, finally, after probably Super knows this, this uh, battle better, but for a long time, Chivas kept uh, winning against Atlas, and, and finally last tournament, Atlas beat Chivas. So this is a very interesting game for With me. a controversy, all right? Very controversial okay. victory. <laughs> okay, but, but you know, so I think that game is the top one for me. The second one, obviously, Tigres against Monterrey. Monterrey is finally showing some uh, some good soccer, which is what we wanted to see. So I think we could all agree that Vasco was the one uh, at fault here. And the third game would be Puebla against Santos. <laughs> I think it's very interesting because Santos beat, uh, who was it? Pumas and then somebody else before. Uh, was it um, uh, Cruz Azul? I don't know. The thing is that Santos is, is starting to, to, to improve, and Puebla just lost against San Luis. So we'll see if, if Santos is able to snatch those three points from Puebla. Y tú, Super? Top three. Well, well definitely, um, por supuesto que el clásico tapatío, right? That, that's the, the, the most, uh, <laughs> the oldest, the oldest clásico, I believe, uh, in La Liga. And, uh, and that's just, uh, that's always the, 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 la pasión que trae un clásico tapatío is just... Uh, you know, como ninguna otra. And, and of course, you know, el, el Clásico Regio. Clásico Regio is just the uh, um, same, you know, that the, 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 they, they just turned this game to be one of the best games in, in, in the league. Uh, 
and it's a lot of people are just waiting for this one and you know ese, ese clásico del norte and uh, and they come into this clásico at a good moment you know uh, despite that los mira Fernando te voy a contradecir aquí the players were at fault that Vasco no esté aquí porque mira ahí está en la camita papá le tendieron la camita al Vasco But now with Bucetich, there's, there's three victories in a row. So they're going to face Tigres. The, it's the, the second place. And van a sacar chispas, eh? Van a sacar chispas. You know what? I, I think I'm going to stay with those two because that, I don't see anything else that I can... Los demás ya say. no. No, it's, <laughs> after those two games, it's like, what else can you... Nah, not, there's nothing Wait, else I, that you I, can I wanna, expect. I want to... I want to know what you expect from Atlas against Chivas. Do you expect Chivas to win? <clears throat> It's doable. It's doable. I think that, uh, um, you know, um, si, 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 yo creo que si, si pierde ahora sí este, este, este partido, uh, Leaño, I think he's out. I think <laughs> no, that this is his so. last, this is his last chance. And if he doesn't get a positive result, He's gone. So he's hopefully he hopefully he he, he tried he, he at least does something to 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 save his job. Si no lo echaron contra América and he was one player. Pero mira, pero mira, este es este es el orgullo de la ciudad. This is a, a city's you know pride right now. Es es el lo, derby. El otro que era el derby. No, that, that's Le, what I'm saying. No, but, 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 just, a, a los campeones, eh? Claro, claro. And and if if uh, if you lose two clásicos in a row or at least get two bad results in a row in those clásicos, I think you're done, man. I've seen other coaches leave uh, before clásicos, and you know, sería el colmo. Do you think Chivas well, has a backup a, a backup plan for whenever Leaño leaves? There's always a backup plan, man. There's tons of people that could could take the team and and and. Uh, that are part of the organization in, in no time. And, you know, and ahí está Ramoncito Morales, uh, you know, many other uh, uh, in-house people that could, could take the team. I mean, I hope there's a plan because the backup plan for Bucetich was Leaño, and we all know how that's going. <laughs> so, well, that I was mean, an, that was a favor. That was a, ahora sí que un compadrismo. You, you know how that works, man. We... We have a, a, a comment here from Luis Perez saying, again, the disrespect for the defending champs is real with you guys. I think he's talking about uh, our power rankings because he says fourth place and co-best defense in the tournament keep sleeping on us like a last tournament. And speaking of the Clásico, también Agustin Cano mentions that. I forgot to mention the other Clásico, el Clásico Hidalguense, Cruz Azul, and Pachuca. So... <laughs> With the Clásicos, give me your predictions, guys, for the Clásico, eh, el de Atlas and Chivas, super, and then Fernando. All right. Um, two ones, se la llevan las Chivas. Por bien de las Chivas, para que ya se vaya el año, el Atlas gana 2-0. Ooh, okay. And for the Clásico Regio? Super. Oof, Clásico Regio, that's gonna, that's gonna be a tough one. I'm going to give it a, a, a two, two to two. Empate. Okay. Monterrey, Monterrey wins three, three to one. Okay. 
Bueno, a ver, ¿y want to give a prediction for the, el clásico hidalguense? No sé de dónde se sacó este chavo, el clásico hidalguense, para... <laughs> ya quieren llamarle clásico a todo. Uh, but anyways, I think uh, Pachuca is just going to continue with the, con su racha ganadora. Uh, 3-1. No, I think uh, muy parejo, they're going to get 2-2. Uh, okay, guys, so we have today the Querétaro game against... Atlético San Luis, which I already checked, they play at 10 p.m. Central Time. And that's our next topic. We have Querétaro, who we all remember what happened a few weekends ago. Um, they won't be able to play uh, at Estadio La Corregidora. And now they're going to be relocating for this match in El Estadio Morelos. Um, we're still not sure if this is going to be permanent like them playing at that stadium but for now we're going to play this match behind clo closed doors um what do you guys think about this uh, home for now for today for Querétaro well uh you know um, I think that stadium is is you know it's it has a history so I think that it it's it's good. I mean, I know it's gonna be uh, you know without fans, but um, but at least you know that city gets to see uh, gets to see the uh, Liga MX. I mean, un partido de Liga MX come back to to there. So hey, it should be it should be a good game. I think that uh, Querétaro. I know it's 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 uh, it's a, a really tough situation that they're going through, but uh, um. But I think that the the team is gonna try to at least, you know, try to at least show give a good spectacle. So para para tratar de aliviar un poquito lo que se viene arrastrando. Yeah, I so think uh, uh, Querétaro is just going through a terrible time. You know, uh, we can all agree that it, it was none of the players' fault what happened. Uh, but nonetheless, that whole situation does affect the team and the players. And uh, not only that, but they're not even playing at their home. And they're going to get a San Luis that just be Puebla. So they're enrachados, vienen animados. And I think San Luis is just going to end up taking this game. Querétaro is just down in the dumps. All right. So a quick, unos quick um, datos about Estadio Morelos is that a match will be played again after almost two years. And another one is that the last Liga MX game at the Morelos Stadium was Morelia against Querétaro, which Morelia won 4-0 to zero back in March 2020. Okay, let's go ahead and check out what we have coming up for next week. Next week, we won't be having this podcast, the Mexican Soccer Podcast, but we will be having a Mexican watch party for the game Mexico against USA, and that's going to be 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time. So this is your invitation to join us. It's going to be super, super fun. You could uh, comment live as we're watching the game, so... That's your invitation. And we also wanted to invite you to participate and play in the Liga MX Fantasy 
pick um all you have to do is create an account to register and make your predictions we have winners every week and we have some awesome prizes and it's totally totally free so go ahead and sign in get your predictions in for this next jornada all right guys let's go ahead and take a break we'll be right back are back thanks to everyone who's still watching who's still tuning in don't forget to send us your comments we will read them live let's go ahead and take a look at CONCACAF Champions League we have a bracket a bracket of how it's going so let's see Come on, it's actually uh, Seattle's beating Leon 1-0 I know I just saw that like it was a penalty <laughs> at the um, tiempo extra, like the last. I, when, whenever I turned around and saw it was, they were still zero zero. But right before the game ended, they and they did end up scoring. Uh, Seattle's up one to zero. I um, think that's that's just an impossible score to flip. Uh, Leon has to score five goals, right? Yes, I believe so. Uh, it's looking tough for <clears throat> Leon. So. Um, they're the only uh, MLS, I'm, I'm sorry, Liga MX team right now for not in the tournament, but the only one left, right? So, what do you guys think? I don't, I don't see um, Leon advancing, but um, what do you guys think? Five goals, lo pueden hacer? <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's a done deal and very disappointing because um, they would have been. Uh, they would have come to the New York uh, City, so and I would have had an opportunity to go, uh, you know, cover that game. So very disappointing on uh, for for us as a <laughs> for a three online. Since, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I think it's just, this is just a done deal. I mean, four zero, and you have what like forty minutes to 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 overturn this result. Nah, I think it's está este arroz ya se coció como dicen por ahí. Yeah, it, Fernando, it, any hopes? What happened? Any hopes? Oh, no, no, there's no hopes. Uh, it, it sucks, but I do like the fact that one semifinal is going to be MLS and then the other semifinal is going to be Liga MX because then that means there's going to be a Liga MX and an MLS final, which it, to me that's very yes. interesting and, and it just makes it more intense, you know? If it was like a Liga MX final or an MLS final, you know, yeah, it would be cool, but... Whole... We have Cruz Azul and Pumas making us. We have Cruz Azul and Pumas making us proud. Let's go ahead and talk about those teams who um, have. Hold on. <laughs> Let's talk about those teams who are. Hold on. Let me look at my notes. Okay. Montreal against Cruz Azul. 
we had Antuna, que he's doing very good for, you know, no compared me, to how he was with no Chivas. No me lo recuerdes. Ya lo extraño, ya lo extraño. <laughs> that, that's some of the that's some of the awesome like uh when when you see when you see the, this kind of things right it's is how they didn't exchange for el pio alvarado for antuna and then the player that you let go basically is just breaking it with a different team this is just because now el piojo is not doing like as good perfect. as he did and not, and then, yeah exactly and piojo it's just por la calle de la amargura hasn't really uh, uh made it, you know or bring uh, any help to the team. <laughs> Ese gol de Antuna was the one that helped them advance to the semifinals. Um, also, other Mexican national players doing well with Cruz Azul, Charlie Rodriguez, Eric Lira, Santi Jimenez. Um, so, Fernando, como crees que sea, you were talking about this Final MLS Liga MX. I don't know. What are your thoughts on uh, who's gonna make it out of these Liga MX teams? I, I obviously might be biased here. No le preguntes, Amara. No le preguntes, por favor. He can't be biased. His head, well, his head, his head doesn't fit in the screen anymore. I mean, production. No, I, have I, to, can you like make his box a little bigger? He can't. He doesn't. I honestly think that Pumas is gonna be too soon, and then the other side, Seattle Sounders are gonna end up beating New York. So the final is gonna be Seattle Sounders against Pumas. And that is where I'm scared that Pumas is not going to be able to pull through because obviously I know Seattle Sounders. I've seen him play a few times, and they're good. They're a really solid team. They're proving it right now against Leon. So I think that's going to be the final, Seattle Sounders against Pumas. So do you think there's a difference when it comes to, like, playing at home and playing away? Um, how, how much of an impact does it have? Because, I, I mean, the – field in Montreal was synthetic grass and they kind of struggled a little bit um, but in the end they won so how do you think it, this affected uh, the MLS team well it, it has a lot of a lot of impact you know Fernando. especially for for Pumas that played in a, in a very cold weather uh, I think Leon was also in the cold weather but it was snowing over the or when they played here and uh La altura en México es lo que le cuesta a los, a los equipos de la MLS cuando van para allá. So, yeah, definitely the, the teams that, that are the visitors siempre tienen una desventaja grandísima. I don't know what Super thinks. He, he disagreed with me last week when I said that Pumas lost because of the weather. <laughs> yeah, Pumas lost because they just sucked that game. That's, El Super that's was over there making snow angels. Yes, and I was yeah making snow angels and and you know listen man they're, they're professionals they're professionals all right so once well, yeah, you when you well, start running that are not used to playing in that way no I disagree with you <laughs> but anyways no I I just think uh, there's always an advantage playing so you know because this year for MLS. Well, you know what? You know what? Uh, that's that's a that's a possibility. That's a possibility. El, el campeón de la MLS in New York City. I I think that this team uh it's definitely going to give uh les van a dar batalla. It's going to uh, and Pumas and, and Cruz Azul are 
I don't think they're right now a team that they're unbeatable. And we seen we seen it with with Pumas. So um, as well as Cruz Azul, I mean, le costó trabajo uh, uh, beating uh, Montreal. And um, so um, now I just think that there's a big chance that uh, that that they could finally the MLS can lift uh, this uh, you know championship. The, the, the way that um, New York lost, lost against Comuni Comunicaciones, it gave me a lot of doubts as, as whether they can make it to the final and lift up the, the, the trophy. I think that if MLS is going to be crowned champions, it's going to be Seattle Sanders. But when it comes to Liga MX, I think that they have two options, unlike MLS. I don't know if that makes sense, but but I think Liga no, is gonna you, end up no, I the... think uh, <laughs> I think you you don't make sense, but yeah, but I <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, I I listen, I disagree, man. But uh, I think that it, uh, I think the final is gonna be uh, Cruz Azul, New York, New York City. But uh, you know, it it could go either way. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We totally disagree because we didn't even pick the team, but that's that's fair. I mean, that's 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 completely fair. I think La Máquina is the favorite one to reach the uh, final for the trophy. Yeah. So I what about uh, the Pumas Recuer versus? Recuerden que 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 existe una cosa que se llama Cruz Azuleada. Fernando, this this whole tournament with Cruz Azul, you went like, oh, it's una Cruz Azul. Oh, it's the best team. Oh, Cruz Azul. Oh, there's the best team. You were flip-flopping. Mira, pareces pescado, mi chavo. Pum, pum, pum. No, no, look, they're a solid team. Just like a fish. They're a solid team. They're a very good team. That does not take away the fact that the Cruz Azul still exists. You could be the best team in the league, like the Cruz Azul has been, when they played against America. They were one of the in the final in 2013. They were a very strong team, and like like Cruz Azulearon. The fact that they're good doesn't mean that they can't Cruz Azulearla. Mm. So what about the Pumas versus New England Revolution? What did you make of their performance? Super. I'm not gonna ask Fernando no more. <laughs> Yeah, no, le vamos a dar un, un, uh, un show a Fernando to talk about Pumas. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was a, uh, I didn't get to see the whole game, but, but for the, the, the moments that I saw, it was, it was como que se inspiraron, right? Salieron al campo just a completely different, uh, different team from, from the previous, uh, game over here in, uh, in Massachusetts. I, I just think that uh, Lilini, I mean, like you said earlier, Fernando, they it's becoming almost like a, a, a habit of Pumas to create an hazaña, right? Something that is unexpected, that nobody thought that, that they would be able to uh, overturn this result. And they did it. I think uh, um, it could be an inspiration for them to to give uh, Cruz Azul a, maybe, maybe a... Um, a hard time, but I don't think it will be enough. Uh, it, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> but tell, okay, so so, so so tell me, did you, in back when Cruz Azul won four to zero, 
Do you think Pumas had enough? Or back when Cruz Azul was winning three to one, and Pumas had to beat Cruz Azul to make it to the to the Liguilla, do you think they had enough? They never, they never had enough. But but and that's what I'm saying, Fernando. Even even against that's New England, they didn't it's, have enough, and they still did it. It's a it's a different time. I think that uh, something like that doesn't happen often, right? I mean, mira. They they already did the uh, remontada hazaña against Revolution. That's not gonna happen again with Cruz Azul. Okay, so <laughs> I, well, I don't well, think we'll I don't think it's gonna be a big margin. I think it's gonna be a close game. But at the end of the day, like I said, I think Cruz Azul is it's just gonna uh, it's gonna take it. Well, we'll see. regardless, I think the champion's gonna be out of those two, either Cruz Azul or Puma. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, uh, New York and Seattle are right now. I see them. I see them a little uh, better than Cruz Azul and Pumas. So it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be interesting, definitely, because MLS has improved a lot. So let's go ahead and take a look at the results for round three. Let's see how they're doing. Los de la MLS. We have Columbus Crew. Is that the Columbus Crew? I'm. I lo veo muy chiquito en la pantalla, but yes. you guys could see the results there on the, the screen. Um, acá over here, um, LA two to zero, ganándole al Miami, creo es. Y después LA yep, Galaxy Miami. losing against Seattle Sounders by two, and then Pero oh, the Houston Ajá, con gol de Chicharito, we're going to talk about him también. El Houston Dynamo, su primera victoria. <laughs> y quién sabe si vienen más, because... Were you at that game? I was not. I was not. I was not at that game. Ya que llegué a HH y um, voy a estar sin falta. <laughs> ¿Cuándo llega? ¿En verano? <laughs> yeah, in July. And then you guys can see the rest of the results on the screen. Let's talk. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about how the galaxy fell to the Sounders. Super, ¿qué me tienes que decir? Chicharito, yeah, he had the uh, second goal in three games in the season. So, I don't know. There's a lot of controversial uh, controversy on him still not being called up to la selección. Well, he's been hinting, he's been doing, he's been hinting, he's been doing his job. He's playing good. He's scoring goals. He has done, uh, when it comes to him trying to come back, he has done everything on his power to do it. Uh, He has not apologized. Unfortunately, uh, listen, man, I, I just think, like I said, I mean, that, I mean, he shouldn't even have to, but, um, you know, when you, when you don't have much to, to pick from, you just have to call the, your, your, uh, superstars, you know, your, 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 the players that are in the best moment, but we, we, we know how this works. El, when los coaches, um, se, se meten, se, se ponen en un este en un modo de uh, de terquedad it's just like you, you don't get him out of there and I don't think that's gonna you know like I said as long as uh, Tata Martino is there I don't think 
Chicharito will come back. That's unfortunately, you know. Mm. And we also had our other Mexican player, um, Carlos Vela, with his LAFC, who stand at number one after that 2-0 victory over Inter Miami. I don't know why. I don't know why they're like now having such a good performance. I don't know um, what your thoughts are, Fernando, on like after them leaving la selección. Ahora se están luciendo, ¿no? Yeah, it, it sucks, uh, especially more with the whole Vela situation than the Chicharito situation because I think Vela's style of play was start of this league and you know he's proving it now in mls i think he's way better than a lot of the the, the players in 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 la selección even though they're younger he said oh it's time to give the young ones a chance uh no it's time for him to go back i really <laughs> i really really want him to go back but uh we know that's not gonna happen uh i would also like to see chicharito uh go back now that he's having a good tournament or you know a good past few tournaments But, uh, yeah, that's also not going to happen unless he apologizes to it. Or whoever he needs to apologize. You know, se tiene que tragar su ego y pedir perdón to whoever he has to. If he really wants to go, to go back, even if he's in the right. But, you know, it sucks that now they're finally showing uh, their true potential and not before. I think, um, I, go ahead, Super. No, I just, like I said, I mean, uh, this is, I don't think it's just a Chicharito thing. I think uh, we we know that there is more, more. there's a lot more to this story, you know. I mean, we see what happens with their, the, the Selección Mexicana's uh, social media account and just like digging and digging and digging at him. But, uh, and so this is more than, than just, uh, uh, you know, all... I have to, I have to apologize to Tata Martino. Well, wasn't no, that that's the not whole, it is. That's not what it is. That was, that was, even, even if there's more to it, I feel like at some point it was just as simple as that. It was just even if it was deeper, it was just as simple as Chicharito apologizing, and that's it. No matter the yeah. reasons, no matter the problem, no matter anything, all he had to do was say, "I'm sorry." How do you know? Uh, but but. But what are you, what are you oh, there was, thinking there he was, has to say sorry about? That's the thing. I mean, they don't say what happened. They don't tell us what happened. I think well, it's a discipline, but, uh, claro, but what Tata had said was like, okay, let's, uh, Chicharito could come back whenever he wants. All he has to do is apologize, and that That's apology it. has not happened. It, yeah, it, so if you're a player that really wants to go back to La Selección Mexicana, obviously... Well, unfortunately, as a player, you don't have much power when it comes to fairness, I guess. So if Chicharito really wanted to go back, all he had to do was apologize whether he, whether he was wrong or right. Well, guys, really we, still it, have, we still have no updates on the roster. I'm checking, see what's going on. They said today, 5, 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, in Mexico because of the time change and everything, but it's still no roster yet. But let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, schedule for La Selección Mexicana, who have three important, crucial games to play, two at home, one away. The first one, March 24th, against USA. 
Then they travel to Honduras, and then they come back to El Azteca to face El Salvador. By when do you think Mexico will qualify for the World Cup, Fernando? March 24th. March 24th. Oh, you think they're going to defeat USA? There's no way Mexico's going <laughs> to lose three games in a row against the USA. No way. Especially in well, Azteca. I thought they have already. Well, four games. <laughs> Was it four three, games. right? Four games, yeah. <laughs> What's your prediction then for that game? You think they're going to, what, win por la mínima, 1-0? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a pathetic way of winning. It's going to be sad. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a, a PK or something. They're not going to, I don't think they're going to have a great game or a very, or a game that's very superior to, to the USA uh, uh, team. They're going to be very, very even. And I think it's just going to be a, a luck, but they're going to win. Super. What do you think at which point of the, of these three games, do you think that they're going to be with the foot? Yeah. They're, De hecho, and rumbo a Qatar. They're going to leave us uh, hanging by a threat until the very last game. That's where, that's where they're going to so advance. You think the Mexican Officially, league? officially. Not necessarily because uh, I see them tying with U.S. I do see them um, beating Honduras. But, like, again... Let's let's just remind everyone. Look at look at the standings. It's it, it's not just yeah. about Mexico winning. It's it's about what other teams do as well. So I think that we're just not gonna we're not gonna see the what's gonna happen until the very end. So I see them advancing hasta el partido contra el Salvador. So right now the top three we could see que ya están. Costa, Costa Rica, I'm sorry, Canada, USA, and Mexico, Panama in fourth, con todavía en repechaje. I'm checking uh, right now that Costa Rica, who they play next uh, for your question. Let's see, we have Costa Rica facing Canada. Canada. Yeah, so I, El Salvador I, if Mexico wins, Unidos. if Mexico beats the United States, I really don't think Costa Rica is going to beat Canada. So, con eso, Mexico se aleja de Costa Rica. They can still maybe end up in, in repechaje, depending on how Panama does, but I don't... I, <laughs> exactly, I, I, Fernando. You don't have to worry about Costa Rica. El que sigue okay, es who Panama, does Panama man. play against? <laughs> Panama, let's see. Panama. <laughs> let's check on Panama. Panama, Panama. Man. Uh, that's and that's the thing. If you have to get out your calculator to see what Mexico, what Mexico is gonna qualify, that's <laughs> no, what's wrong. That is no, what's wrong no, over because here. She, she asked when I think, and I think that after the United States game, it's possible Mira, for Mexico to. So here's Panama. Uh, here's their schedule: Panama against Honduras, then against USA, and then against Canada. Yeah, that's a that's a very that's a very hard schedule. USA and Canada. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mira, exactly. So, mira, so if, if, if but watch, uh, listen to this one. Mexico ties the US, right? Mexico ties the US in, in El Azteca, right? So they only they, they will be 22 and 22, right? 22 points, 22 points. Mm-hmm. Panama could could definitely make a great game in US, right? I believe that they're playing in US uh, contra 
Panama US. Let me see if, it, if it's a my only concern for the US right now would be that McKinney is not there. And today in the Barcelona game, uh, Dest got injured. So there's a second a second baja for the United States. Who got injured? But that's what, uh, but that's what I'm saying. De, that's the name, right? Georgino Dest. But that's so what I'm the, saying. Oh, guys, we have oh, La no. Convocatoria. It just oh, dropped. No. It just okay, dropped. Let's, <laughs> let's get angry a little okay. bit. Come on, it, give it. Let's get, okay. I'm going to name them really quick because uh, we're running out of time. But uh, we have uh, Memo Choa, Rodolfo Cota, eh, Jonathan Orozco, Alfredo Talavera. No. Surprises. We have Jorge Eduardo Sanchez Ramos. It's because the names are like uh, todos nombres completos. <laughs> She's nervous. Okay, nervous. we have Johan Vasquez. We have Gerardo Ortiaga, Julian Araujo. All right, here, here's a photo here. The, the selection already tweeted the the convocatoria with the pictures and everything because I was reading off the list. Uh, but it's not loading. Oh my god. Okay, let me go back to the other one. <laughs> Jesus, I'm nervous. If you guys can pull it up, help me out with it. Okay, never mind. Yo me lo mando producción. There we go. Thank All you right, come on, production. Okay, it's loading. I don't know why today I was having so many uh, technical difficulties. My signal was not good. Okay, los defensas, we have Angulo, Erika Aguirre, Julian Araujo, Néstor Araujo, Gerardo Ortiaga, Gallardo, Montes, Jesus Héctor Christ. Moreno, Reyes del Puebla, Sanchez del América, and Johan Vázquez. We had already mentioned those. And the midfielders, we have Edson Álvarez, Uriel Antuna, El Guti, HH, Diego Laines, Rodolfo Pizarro, Charlie Rodríguez, Luis Romo. And the forwards, Tecatito Corona, Santi Jiménez, La Sorpresa, Raúl Jiménez, and Chucky Lozano, Henry Martin, y Alexis Vega. What do you guys think of this convocatoria? Who do you guys are upset that they're still there? And who are the surprises? Super, the I'm going to start with you. <laughs> no surprises to me. Like I said, it's expected. That was expected. I, you know, I, I didn't, I, that's why I'm, I wasn't really waiting for this convocatoria because I know what's going to happen. And I think that that's what <laughs> we have. There's no more. And Que, que Dios nos agarre persinado. That's what we have. <laughs> I mean, we did have some injuries. Well, they had some injuries. They had Funes Mori, Cata Dominguez, and Andres Guardado, who are not on this call up. Um, hey, Fernando, listen, and, and, your... and, we and we're not going to miss them. Just there's uh, there's two people that are there that are, I'm upset at the fact that they're uh -huh. there. One uh -huh. being yeah. Gallardo. Gallardo has no business doing in, in La Selección. And I think it was a great time to call Mozo. I don't know. Maybe, like I said, I'm biased or not, but I think he's, he's been showing good soccer. And Gallardo has not. He has, there's no reason for him to be there. And the second one is Orozco. And I'm not questioning his, uh, his talent because Orozco is a really good uh, goalkeeper. But why do we need four goalkeepers? I don't know why El Tata Martino is so necio when it comes to goalkeepers. You don't need four. You can be using that fourth a goalkeeper for a spot for somebody else in the field that you might want to try out. And the only good thing that I liked about the convocatoria is that there's no Chaka. No Chaka. That's what I was just about happy. to mention, right? I am very, very happy. No Chaka Rodriguez, and, but they, there is Gallardo. Both are having 
not their best moments. Uh, super. Hey, hay lo que hay. We don't have more. Exactly. ¿Qué, ¿Qué les dije, muchachos? What did I just say earlier? Right? It's not going to happen. Chicharito is not, as long as Tata Martino is on that bench, he's not coming back. And that's, and that's just very unfortunate. Yeah, because uh, it, it sucks because there's no way Chicharito is going to make it to the next World Cup. I don't think. Uh, no, so and, 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 the thing is, and the thing is, that's the best Mexican forward right now. Well, that's I don't the know. Best I don't know Best Mexican forward, but he's the most lethal, the most lethal right now. It's it's Chicharito. I mean, but then you have Raúl Jiménez, which he's playing at a very competitive level of soccer. Pero no está haciendo nada. He has, he was relegated to the bench for a few games. It's, because he's it's like playing in a very competitive soccer, like. It's hard, is it? And he's still a starter Pero apart from those two I, games. But but I don't care if you play if you're not playing if you're not on the pitch, there is no rhythm. You have to understand. I well, don't he care is if the uh, pitch. he he had just for two games that he was benched. Two games. The rest he's been a starter before and after. So so that makes you not be uh um you know what I see um constante, you know uh. You don't know why he was out. What, did, do you know the reason as why he didn't play? Do you? I don't. So I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And after he came back, after he started being a starter again, he has he's been said, showing good He good has stuff. not done anything in La Selección always. You know, he lives... Jimenez vive de una chilena. <laughs> hasn't done anything in La Selección. Oh, super... After that injury, I just feel like he wasn't the same. Um, guys, we have to wrap it up now. We already ran out of time. Last right. thoughts, super. Final right, words. Que, que Dios nos agarre persinados uh, and we'll, nos vemos <laughs> en el repechaje. Ay. <laughs> Fernando. I don't question the, the, the talent that these players have. I just question the way that Tata uses them. So I hope that since last fecha uh, FIFA, se puso a pensar y puso a hacer notas and he's going to reconstruct his team for the needs of, of this fecha FIFA. So I, I, he's kind of dumb, so I don't think it'll happen, but I'm hoping. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see, uh, but we want to invite you guys to join us for the Puro Pinche Watch Party that's going to take place the day of the game 10 p.m eastern time 7 p.m pacific time so also a reminder to subscribe and follow us on all our social media accounts so you can stay updated on the party the watch party and on our next podcast and all the latest news that we have for you guys that's all on our part thank you so much for tuning in today we'll see you in the next podcast Hasta la próxima.